Okay, we are. Hey guys, welcome to the IDK <laughs> Either Podcast. <laughs> Let's go. We've wanted to do a podcast for a little while now, I actually. Know. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I haven't seen you in like three weeks too, which That's is gross. So what? rude. Like ew. Um so we're just winging it today. Yeah, we're just gonna wing it today. It's gonna be spicy. It's gonna be amazing. Um let's start off with this. You know what's really hard in life? Oh gosh. Being a Christian as a teenager. Oh, don't get me started, dude. I'm going to cry. <laughs> don't cry. Sorry, just cry. I have my tissues right here. Perfect. <laughs> um, it's tough, it especially yeah. when you have two different friend groups, one Christian, one not. Dude, honestly, and I think one thing, too, that, like, a lot of people don't take into account is, like, it is such a common thing for teens to want to be accepted, absolutely and so like parents always just like just touch your friends and i'm like no it's like it's not that easy easy. (laughs) no especially when you've like cared for those people you don't want to look like a jerk so you're like for sure hello yeah it's tough um there's this one bible verse that's actually my favorite verse and i like think of it every single day it's uh matthew 6 verse 34 it says uh therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own Look at her quoting scripture. <laughs> and that Bible verse is like, okay, just worry about today. All you have to worry about is today. Just worry about getting through today, being a child of God, and getting through the day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your problems. Don't worry about your struggles of tomorrow. Just worry about today. God will handle the rest. Amen. Even like, I was reading Colossians a while back, and that's a good one, one of the things I would always be... Oh my gosh, apologies, my dog is being a dog. <laughs> Anyways. It's okay, we love you. <laughs> one of the things that would get me all the time is I struggled with calling people out. I hated it because I thought they would hate me. And Colossians reminded me to stand in the truth. We and love it, Colossians. Yes. And so, like, literally, though, standing in the truth, you can stay above repro- reproach, and you'll not always know that you're right, but if you're trying your best to stay in the truth, then, like, that's going to keep you with like around people that are like-minded. Um, and I used to be really bummed when people left my life. And then I realized, oh, they're just, that that season's over. And it sucks that it's like that sometimes. But it's just a season. As much as we try to worry about all of this stuff and all of our friends and like wanting to keep them in our lives and stuff, like we all know it. We've heard it many times. God has a plan. Exactly. And if it's not in his plan, then bye-bye. It's, it's over. It's like, over. Recently, I went through a season, and mm-hmm. those people were for the season. <laughs> oh, oh. hold on. Let me just move the dog. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm going to talk to you for a second while Anaya's moving the dog. My favorite color is red, and I like to wear Air Jordan 1s because yeah, they're pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's fun facts about Ash for me to you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. We should do a fun facts about Ash every episode. We should. Yeah. What you call it? What was I saying? Oh, let's talk about the season of life. Yeah. So, great people, great season, and I absolutely loved it. And then, you know, I'm grateful for the wise people that are around me because they started saying things that I couldn't see. And they were able to explain to me, like, why it wasn't working anymore. And I tried really hard because I really loved those people. And my yeah. the people were just like, the season's up. And yeah. it sucked because, you know, you have to, like, listen to the Lord. But it's not necessarily going to be easy. 
And I agree, I agree. I don't want anyone to think that. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because God has our lives so perfectly planned out, but when something doesn't go exactly how we want it, we just have to trust the process because he knows what is best at the end of the day. Exactly. And, like, don't ever downplay the way that you feel because I know for me that brought a lot of, I don't want to say numbness, but downplaying the way I felt, you know, yeah, I'm gonna, it, it did bring numbness, because yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not actually feeling like this, but then I would, and I would do things that were okay, mm-hmm. and so it's good to recognize that you are sad, but it's what you do with your sadness, because it's like anxiety, mm-hmm. your worry, when you cave into it, turns into anxiety, yes. and so it's taking every thought captive, um, and releasing it to the Lord, because you can just hold on to a thought, yeah. and it could just turn terrible. For sure. Um, I also went through, like, a numbness stage in my life. Um, it's actually started in February last year. Uh, my uncle passed away, and that, like, I was numb and up until about probably a month ago, actually. So <laughs> it took a while. It was about 10, 11 months that I was numb. And when you're numb, there's a lot of problems that you wouldn't necessarily think of because you're numb to emotion. So, like, anything that makes you feel something, Mm -hmm. you're going to do it regardless. And that's something that's scary. And I went through a stage in my life, and I did things I'm not proud of. I did things that aren't necessarily even legal. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it's just I'm so happy that I started going to youth group and that youth group genuinely saved me mm-hmm. like god saved my life and i'm so, so grateful for it every single day and i just like look back and i was like if i continued that lifestyle like i would feel worthless honestly and when you're in that you feel kind of worthless and then when you find yourself in god you're like <laughs> wow actually like life is great god's amazing and Ah, life is just so much better. Like, the genuine joy that not only the Lord brings you, but being around like-minded people. Fellowship is so important. That's why quarantine was literally hell on earth for me. Yeah, me Um, too. Because that need to be around like-minded brethren is important, and it's needed, and I don't want people, like... I remember the season where I didn't have a youth group and Mm -hmm. it sucked i was desperate and being desperate brought me to low places at times being friends with certain people that i'm like why did i do that yeah um and through patience i was in a season where i had an awesome group of friends and i'm really grateful for that season because it showed me cool things and then that season was up but it was awesome and it's good to not only have people that are older than you and wise and, yes. you know, can speak into your life from an older person's perspective, but have young people that love the Lord because they're rare. But when you yeah. find them, <laughs> clutch onto them and don't let go. I agree. And that is something that, like, being a pastor's daughter has been, like, really nice over the years because ever since I would, ever since I could speak, ever since I could walk, mm-hmm. I've been in a church with people 50 years older than me 10 years older than me. I've been around teenagers, college students, 90-year-olds, like, people of all ages. Yeah. And it's really showed me so many perspectives of life. And it's 
honestly pretty cool. Exactly. Dude, the perspectives. Like, I used to complain about our church when we started it, about having, like, so many older people. Yeah. And now I have just, like, a ton of grandparents. And it's awesome. It's so cool. Shout out to Miss Cheryl. I love you. Ah, we love you. <laughs> I have um, some people like that, too. There's this one couple at my church. Their names are Kay and Dawn, and they're just <laughs> so great. Like, so... I don't know. I cannot speak right now. But they're... Okay, they're so generous, and they're, like, such amazing people. And I love them Honestly. so much. I love them dearly. I think another topic that I want to talk about is relationship boundaries that's a good one good job we're gonna be i have some personal experience from this one same okay yeah you can start boundaries dude okay so when i say relationship boundaries it can either be romantic or platonic and i say that because romantic you know there's basic boundaries of respecting them for each person because they're different for every person Mm -hmm. and i say friendship boundaries because you can easily fall into gaslighting that's so true um and gaslighting's where i've been gaslighted before and it sucks yeah um and i think that's also too having those relationship boundaries with friends is important to justify where your friendship is in the lord because if you don't have the boundaries you're not going to know where you're at at all (laughs) totally like people think that um (laughs) we have a guest hold on a nice brother joe just walked in we love him dearly (laughs) let's continue as i was saying um people think that you only need to have relationship boundaries in relationships with a significant other which is so not true. No. You need them with friendships. You need them with parents. You need them with siblings. Yes. You need them with everybody. And it's so important because a lot of people don't vocalize their um, boundaries. And then when the line gets crossed, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. But it could have been avoided if you just vocalize your boundaries. Exactly. And that's why the area of communication, I stress it so much. I'm pretty sure I bother people whenever they ask <laughs> me for advice. I'm like, no, you need to talk. And they're like, what? say something else but like it's important in friendship relationships with your parents it's like you need it because even with friendships when that line gets crossed if you never said your boundaries it is partly your fault because you never placed where you stood so that person honestly just had no idea that's true um so you can't blame them when you never took accountability and said hey this is my boundary don't cross it i mean you don't have to say it like that but you know yeah um and even, like, with parents, I struggle so much with talking to my parents. It's my, like, biggest struggle. I struggled since 2016 with it. And I saw a quote that said, Parents don't earn their kids' trust by not trusting them, and they don't earn, earn their honesty. And not as in a way of saying you lie to your parents constantly because they don't trust you, but in a sense that, like, why should I have to, like, tell you everything if you don't trust me? And... At first, I was like, yeah, (laughs) I agree. And then I thought about it, and I was like, that's not true. As a child, a minor, under the guide of my parents, it's my job to honor and respect them, as the Bible has called us to. And if that's part of it, then it's my job to communicate things. For sure. Even if I I feel like my parents aren't coming to me and be like, you look sad today. (laughs) Um, It's my job to be like, hey, Mom, I need to talk. And yeah. I remember one weekend I was struggling and I was helping my mom set up for church and I just sobbed 
I just started crying in front of her, which I never do with people. And I was like, I can't do this whole friend situation. And we had a great talk. One of the greatest weekends of my life. But, like, break down. Get vulnerable with people and show your boundaries. Honestly, when you get vulnerable with people, it shows you their true colors Mm -hmm. and, like, how willing they are to be your friend or be a person that's there for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in a state of... let's say you're about to break down crying and if someone isn't like there for you as they should be then that shows you whether you should be friends with that person or not right and it's kind of important like to have those vulnerable moments with people because it shows you their true colors right i've always felt like really lucky whenever i've had like moments with people like that like for example there's a night at youth group literally bawled my eyes out had Mm -hmm. an anxiety attack went to the hallway and it sort of friend of mine yes came out and made sure i was okay and just wrapped me in a hug and said it's okay we'll get through this and i was like see yes yes that's what you need to hear right and i think it's beautiful though in a way because vulnerability our relationships with people whether you're romantic platonic parental sibling the grocery store clerk (laughs) is supposed to reflect our relationship with christ amen <laughs> and it, it it really does though like being intimate with christ not in the weird way um being intimate with christ though like we have to reveal ourselves to him even though he sees every part of us that's supposed to be humbling for us as christians to lay ourselves down and sh- give everything yeah um which is what i try and do in friendship friendships goodness <laughs> gracious um but i struggle because I just do. Okay, people are hard. People are <laughs> hard. Um, there is something that you and Joe actually like helped me uh, figure out, and that's important. And in relationships with, in romantic relationships with a significant other, if your relationship isn't bringing you closer to God, it's not the right relationship exactly. for you. Exactly. And that is something that like I never even thought of until uh, you and Joe uh, told me. And I was like, okay, wow, Um, I feel like my relationship isn't bringing me closer to God. I feel like it's just like my relationship with God is the exact same. It's not bringing me closer. It's not bringing me further away. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking and I was like, in the future, when I have a husband and I want to raise my kids to have a relationship with God, Mm -hmm. I want it to be a very christian household yes and like i feel like if okay to be honest my relationship with god is it exactly where i want it to be no but it's getting stronger Mm -hmm. and if i'm in a relationship and my relationship isn't bringing me closer to god it's not right and like that's that a lot of relationships these days in like christian christian teenagers a lot of relationships end because their relationship isn't bringing them closer to God. And I think a lot of it is you just need to examine the person in your relationship. And if it's not exactly what you think God has in in store for you, it's not right. And regardless of if you really like the person, you're attracted to them, all this stuff, regardless of how much you like them, if it's not bringing you closer to God and you don't think it's what God wants for you, you got to end it regardless right. of how much you like them. 
And even in Christian relationships, I am a hopeless romantic, will forever be, always <laughs> have been. But my rule for myself has always been, okay, I gotta wait till I figure myself out first. Yeah. As a teenager, I don't know crap. I'm also not allowed to date right now. But, like, mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like, I don't know enough about myself to where I don't want to figure myself out with someone. Because then I'm not figuring myself out. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't count. And even my mom has always told me, she'll read my list that I write down once a year. Mm-hmm. And she'll always tell me, okay, be the catch. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, but what she means is those things that I write down of, like, what I look for in a person she wants me to be those things. So I'll write down, leads me closer to Christ, um, is good with their money, you know, yeah. like just things that I want in a person. Um, and I want to get to a place where I can see someone and say, hey, you I'm the catch though. Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm up there. Okay, I'm something. But like, knowing that you figured yourself out enough in Christ, you're never going to know yourself fully. Yeah. Um, as long as your identity's placed in Christ, you're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I might not even be there when I'm 18. I don't even know what I want to eat for breakfast in the morning. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, when it comes to getting in a relationship, if I don't understand myself, I don't know how the heck am I going to understand another hormonal 16-year-old teenager. How am I going to do that? That's so true. Um, it stresses me out thinking about it. Yeah. Which is fine. And most of us are not catches right now. That's true. That's just true. <laughs> but, like, we'll, we'll get there eventually, guys. <laughs> we will. Just be patient. Patience is key. So much patience. <laughs> it's a problem. You know what is a problem? <laughs> when you don't like verbalizing your boundaries uh. in a relationship and one of your lo- and your top love language is physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Not that. Um... It's tough because your love language is physical touch, mm-hmm. but, like, you don't want to... You've kind of verbalized your boundaries, but you don't fully stick to them, and, like... You know what sucks, though, is when they disrespect your boundaries, because physical Bro. touch is my first one. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I had vocalized it to said person. I was like, hey, hey I don't want to do this till I'm married, this and this. Yes. And they got disrespected so hard. <laughs> and I was like, bro. Like, bro. <laughs> Respect. Um... Yeah, um, I kind of verbalized my boundaries, but not enough to where they were, like, fully set in place, and I would get in these situations, and, okay, I'm just gonna say, like, I would kiss my significant other, and, like, I enjoyed it, but, like, do I want to save myself for marriage for these types of things? Yes, do I think kissing is super bad? No, but also it leads to other stuff, so you gotta cut it out. Exactly. Cut it out, man. It's like the act of, people always think like certain things, like say for example kissing. I know myself well enough to know that I wouldn't just kiss someone. Me too. And that act of staying above reproach is like, okay, if I know that this could escalate to something else, I'm just not gonna do it. It's like, say for example. It's self-control. Exactly, and it's like. It's super hard. It is. It's so hard. It sucks. Um, Especially in moments, even recently for myself, being alone with this certain person was like, ah, I need to, like, go somewhere (laughs) with people. This isn't good. Like, there have been moments where I haven't told people um, yet. (laughs) Darling, I haven't told you yet, but I will. Okay. Um, Where I was just like, yes. 
All right, everybody. <laughs> We're going to have a quick food break, and we'll be back soon. <laughs> we love you. Bye. <laughs>